That to me, that's not new metal. This ties into what you're saying, dude. It's like Breaking Benjamin. Yes, it is, dude. It's it's here. It is. First it's of not, all, don't ever throw your hands at me like that again <laughs> while we're talking about new metal. Okay. It's not the original new metal. It's the new new metal. It's what I'm trying to tell well, you. Okay, it's, let's backtrack a little bit. I, I'm glad you brought this up because my kid and I were dissecting this. My kid, thank you very much. <laughs> your step kid. That's because I don't like making him sad. He gets sad <laughs> when he hears it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. What's happening? Dude, what the fuck? I'm alive. Lista para la chinga? <laughs> Be my boss. Coolest <laughs> fucking motherfucker alive. Yeah. I'm talking Northeast, Vato, Ese, like, tough dude, right? Uh-huh. And every time when we get to work, we uh, we have to have a tailgate, right, to talk about the day's work and what we have planned. Like a tailgate party, like... Before football games? I fucking wish. <laughs> but anytime he walks into the control room, he always says, Lista para la chinga. So I'm going to rip him off. Sorry, George. <laughs> um, so what's up? It's been it's been way... This is the longest we've ever gone, first of all. In a, over a year, yeah. yeah. This is our first one that we've waited, gone yeah, this long. A year and a half. But there was lots of reasons behind <laughs> that. <laughs> but I'm here. Your horseshoe ran out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I almost died. Well, you already fucking brought it up. Let's, let's just get into it. I know it's just weird because this is my second time being officially out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know. It's All weird. Right. Let's backtrack. Okay. Let's go back to Thanksgiving. Right? Like uh, ab- did, ab- we- abnormal people. You went to, you went to, <laughs> abnormal. You went to Cancun uh-huh. for, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. How'd that go? Let's go. Let's just tell the story. We'll go from the good to, to the, the fucking bad. <laughs> um, I I got there and I was kind of like, I don't know. I, I'm a my wife can can vouch for this, and she's always the the number one person to talk shit about how I can get sometimes. Um, especially like when she's excited and I'm just kind of like that grumpy old guy. I think her and I are tied for first. You just don't ever hear me say it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to Cancun day one. I was in the worst mood ever. No. Yeah, dude. I was just, <laughs> oh, you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a whole day. It was just like a long day of travel. I had to go from from here in Juarez to Mexico City, from Mexico City to Cancun. It yeah, was just, I I was honestly shocked at that travel time. Mm-hmm. I I'm not a a mappy guy, right? I don't like leaving the U.S., so I don't even think about where <laughs> shit's at. Uh huh. And when you told you were you were checking in with me, right, letting me know where you're at, and I was like, God damn, that's a long fucking <laughs> trip, man. Yeah. Um. So you know, I was just, and then it you, it was they're two hours ahead. Yeah. So you're kind of jet lagged, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, I was just tired, and you know, I was like, Wow, it's Las Vegas on an island, really, without. The gambling at least that was my initial reaction yeah. right that was my being an asshole reaction because <laughs> you know her family's all ha- we went with with uh, my in-laws mm-hmm. um everybody's happy to be there and i'm just like you know being a party boober but then um you know you see the beach and 
you start realizing that you can go eat anywhere you want, you can drink anything you want, and it's free. Um, so then I really got in the groove of things. You know, we did some really cool stuff. We swam in the cenotes, and um, if you don't know what that is, look it up. Um, you know, yeah, we. No idea. I ended up is. spending a ridiculous amount of money. You told me on a stupid. Well, I don't want to say stupid. I don't know if it's stupid yet, but uh, there's a place called X Got It. Um, look it up. It's one of the, like the top resorts like in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> it's a membership. Um, so I'm going to be going back there quite a bit. Um, Why don't you go in, in few, March? In a few months. Yeah. Hopefully for my birthday. Yeah. So um, then Saturday came, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I was sick that whole day. Mm-hmm. Like I was on the beach. I swear to God. I think I was hallucinating. Yeah, because you were there for a long time. Yeah. Let's let everybody know that. It wasn't like three days. You were there for... Yeah, from like Tuesday to Sunday. Yeah. So I felt like I was... I think I was hallucinating. I think. I don't know. Um, I just... I was in and out of sleep. Um, I remember like a waiter bringing me beers and stuff. And I'm like trying really hard. I'm just like sipping on everything. And I just felt like dog shit, like just complete dog shit, dude. Uh, matter of fact, even the day, actually the day before I was hung over. Cause I actually did drink, but only one day. I know I got this, I'm at work and you actually <laughs> called me and I'm like, Oh, this motherfucker misses me. He, he's in Cancun and he's calling me. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as I said hello and you were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, that was motherfucker. You're mad already? Because it was that when you're mad at me, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. That's that. What What are you doing? I got and right. You're like, dude, I've been drinking all day. I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was a good day because I hadn't drank since like June. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, I was sick Saturday, Sun, and then Sunday was travel day again. And I didn't feel so bad, but it, again, sucked because it was a long fucking day. Yeah. So then I get back. Wait, let's give people... What is the time from leaving there to foot, foot in El Paso? Because of layovers and stuff like that, um, I left the hotel at about 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I got home around 7, 8 p.m. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Oof. It was a long day. Yeah. So Monday, um, I think I was just kind of chilling <clears throat> Monday because mm-hmm. I was like, that was a long trip and I needed to kind of recuperate. Actually, no, you're wrong. Oh, I am? Monday, uh-huh. we had the, the privilege of working with... Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Shout, no, out, no, no, that's right. shout out to our boys from Exile. Yes. Exiled David, Inc. Exiled Inc. David and Stevie. We, uh, you produced their, their podcast. I was here helping you out. New podcast coming through. Two of the coolest fucking guys on earth. Yeah. Everybody listening, when this podcast comes out, you need to check out Exile Inc. Once it comes out, I'm sure we'll plug it again. Yeah. December but, 19th on Monday. It's coming out. Oh, awesome. Dude, shout out to those dudes. Amazing guys. I love them both. They're good things coming from those guys. Yeah. So big time. quick plug on that, but you were wrong. You went straight to work. Yeah, that's right. I did, huh? Fuck. I think my intent was, that's right, because uh, they weren't supposed to, they were supposed to record on Sunday, but I was like, dude, I'm coming in on Sunday. I can't do it. Um, so uh, one half of that podcast is from San Francisco. So he was like, I'm going to extend my stay. Can we do Monday? And I was like, oh, that's right. So it was last minute. We actually 
ended up doing it after all. Yeah, dude, real quick, again, David and Stevie, incredible dudes, man. Yeah. I mean, just the small amount. I had a chiropractor appointment that day. Mm. I didn't stay the whole time, but just in that little time, you can... I'm a person who reads people quick, mm-hmm. quick, quick. And I know that I never want to see you again. Or I know that I, if I want to drink with you, yeah, you know, you're on my list. And the minute the the four of us started talking, just prepping and everything. Yeah. I'm dying to get drunk with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. But it was that night. Yeah. That fucking night. Mm-hmm. I woke up. I couldn't breathe and I couldn't breathe. I just could not breathe. <laughs> um, I woke up at like two in the morning. Honestly, dude, what I really initially thought I had like that post nasal drip, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, so I was like, not only couldn't, I couldn't breathe, but I felt like I couldn't swallow. Right. which, <laughs> and Lord knows you're good at that. But. <laughs> um, I thought it was anxiety. I thought I was having a panic attack. Yeah which I haven't had in a long freaking time. Mm-hmm. It just had that same feeling. Like my heart was racing. It's like, why can't I breathe? Why can't? So I took CBD oil, actually made me feel better. Went to sleep, woke up, still couldn't breathe. All of a sudden I had a headache. I had body aches from head to toe. And, uh, that day I had a tattoo appointment. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to be around my brother who, you know, He's not the healthiest person on the planet. He's adorable. And honest to God, dude, I did not, even at that point, I had, in my mind, I was like, there's no way this is COVID. I thought it was the change of temperature from hot and humid to dry and cold from the beach, you know? Um, No, man. Um, I decided, you know what? I don't, even though I don't, in my mind, I was like, there's no way this is COVID. I'm going to test because I'm going to be around my brother. Tested. Yeah, dude. Sure as shit. Yep. fucking that fucking test was like negative instantly negative. i mean i mean i'm sorry positive instantly yeah. um canceled with my brother and then that's when like the shit really hit the fan dude i got fuck man when you think about like you know in the beginning of covid when everybody was scared shitless yeah. like everybody was like i'm gonna die i remember like wiping my groceries down with clorox wipes i still do that <laughs> do you really yeah fuck yeah dude when walmart delivers yeah i put the notification leave at my door so they're instructed to leave it at the doorstep bring the doorbell and get the fuck You're out just like jason man fuck jason he jason spends uh, look you need to stop insulting me <laughs> He spends way too much money on instead of just like going to pick the shit up yourself. Dude, like, dude time is valuable, but I can't justify that. Oh, my friend, I can. I just can't. It's the best. Dude, they never even have everything that you that you need. Dude, do you know you want to know what I get? If somebody if look, they they have to have my order down by memory now. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I could see that. You're a creature of habit. Big, big time. time. Dude, four bags of chips, right? Big bags of chips, one for everybody. Their, yeah. own, their own personal flavor. Four grapefruits, four honey crisp apples, a case of water, three jugs of water, a ginger root, two things of tea, and apple cider if I need it. That's always my fucking order. That's for a week? Yeah. My God, dude. That sucks. Always my one. I mean, I'll, I'll surprise somebody here and there and throw in like... A banana? <laughs> I love grapefruits, man. I have to have grapefruits. Wow, man. 
dude, real quick, and then we'll continue on with your story. Mm-hmm. You know I love tea, and you know I love grapefruits. The other day, I'm getting ready to work out. I boiled some water to make my tea, but I did a fresh squeezed grapefruit, half a fresh squeezed lime, I mean lemon, mm-hmm. threw that in the water, a tea bag, which I know you love doing. <laughs> <laughs> ginger ginger and lemon tea bag and a green tea tea bag and i fucking mix it like that oh my god dude world's really? greatest tea i've ever had you should write that down for me i will um so, so you're going you're you're going through the gambit right mm-hmm. ups and downs but dude i lost this, my taste this one hit you bad oh, it was god, fucking like man. days like literally from the moment you felt sick which was tuesday monday night mm-hmm it lasted all the way to like Sunday or some shit like that, right? Yeah. So my doctor, because I have asthma, uh, my doctor put me on that stuff called Paxlovid. Yeah. Paxlovid is what I've heard. Um, and it's supposed to reduce the time that you're sick, mm-hmm. which it did like amazingly. Like I lost my taste for two days. Within like 12 hours of taking that shit, my lung issues kind of like were cut in half to what they were. I just felt like shit. Like, like the worst flu times 50 yeah and um i mean i was literally like like stuck in bed dude like i couldn't do anything like it it, and then the cough the kind of cough that covid gives you oh my god dude it's terrible man it's not a like you know you're sick and you're coughing up phlegm no it's like the driest cough you've ever had in your life dude it's so bad so by saturday i was 100 percent, dude 100 percent was ready to take on the world again. <laughs> Fuck COVID, right? And then, boom, that same day again. I had tested the day before, and I was pretty much almost negative. Like, you know, but I was feeling good and everything. I was like, yeah, I'm on my way out. Um, you can tell. And I actually found an article that talks about how when you test the strength of the the line mm-hmm. on the test can actually determine the viral load that you have in you. Um, so like the stronger the line and the quicker it comes out, the more virus you have in you and the more contagious you are, the more all that stuff. Um, the longer it takes for the line to come out and the the if it's not very um, thick, um, that means that you know you're, you're on your way out, right? Yeah. <clears throat> That's how I was, dude. Saturday night, decided to test again just because I started feeling like shit out of nowhere. Boom. Back to square one, dude. Yeah. All over again. Yeah. And, and, it, and it came back like the first time, right? Yeah. And um, it wasn't like my lungs situation wasn't so bad. Um, I didn't lose my taste again. It was just like going through like the the coughing, the sniffling, the all that crap all over again. Dude. Yeah, you said you had a pretty bad headache. Yeah, dude, like bad. And then, uh, yeah, so again, stuck in bed for days. And then um, about two days ago, I finally started feeling better. And now I feel great again. You know, <laughs> tested negative and I'm good. Yeah. I See, mean, geez. for now. <laughs> Let's hope, dude. Dude. I'm telling you, so around Thanksgiving time, everybody in my life started dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. You, my sister, my brother-in-law, my nephew, a lot of my aunts, my cousins. I'm talking like, I can say probably around 20 people I know within a matter of days fucking got COVID. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. It's, you know, what's really nuts is that uh, when I was over there and Cancun, like all the people from Mexico 
they're masked. Yeah. yeah everybody, all the staff, everybody, um, even on the planes, like most people. Yeah. It was all the Americans, and there's a lot of people from like India over there. None of those people are masked. Um, I mean, I can't tell you where I got it, where I could have picked it up on the plane. I could have picked it up when I was at the resort. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that got home and had a shitty two weeks. Um, two, I mean, two weeks of your fucking life gone. Yeah, dude. Especially <laughs> during the fucking holidays, dude. Like my favorite fucking time of the year. <laughs> so like as it is, I, I kind of give my wife shit about going to Cancun during Thanksgiving because... As great as it was, as fun as it was, I felt like, fuck, man, I'm taking a whole week away from my holiday time, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. um, which I, I felt like I needed it, right? But one week was, I could deal with that. Turned into three fucking weeks of literally downtime, doing nothing, sitting there fucking wasting away. But the worst part is, is like you f- feel like just complete dog shit. Yeah. Did, did you kind of regret? I don't want to say the word regret. But did you wish your studio was still at your house because <laughs> you were there for so long? Dude, actually, I thought about that a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because even though I felt like shit, there was there was sometimes... That's so weird about the about getting COVID. It was, it was like every hour, it changed. Yeah. Like hour by hour, it was like something new. I would have an hour, I felt a million bucks. I had an hour, I felt like I was going to die. Yeah, because I would check on you. A solid four times a day. Yeah. And all four times I would check on you, it was something different. Yeah, dude. It was always like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me, you know? Um, I, think it was but, funny. I think it was funny how our our, um, our brotherhood magic worked the other day. Because you're used to me checking on you all the fucking time. Yeah. And I hadn't done it. And you called me. I, I asked you, how are you doing? And you called me. And you were like, dude, I literally just thought to myself... This motherfucker, Adrian, has not checked on me today. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as you thought that, I, I, I texted you. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, it was, uh, it was like, literally felt like going to hell and back, dude. Um, oh, I could imagine, dude. Honestly, what worries, what scares me is I think about that Paxlovid shit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, dude, like the way I, my lungs were, and I know because I have a history of like getting pneumonia and stuff. If I wouldn't have taken that shit, dude. I might have been one of those, dude, that ended up in the hospital. You probably would have been. It was that from, bad. From the way you caught it. Look, my sister, my brother-in-law, and my nephew, they were in and out in days. Yeah. They, the doctor prescribed my, my sister that Paxlovid because of her, her, her health. I don't think my brother-in-law took it because he's relatively healthy. He's mm-hmm. like 32, some shit like that. Um, but they were in and out in days. Yeah. Fucking Boom. A friend of mine, um, same thing happened to her. She actually got COVID around the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I reached out to her cause like she's in the medical field. So, um, it's kind of like, dude, am I going to die? You know? Uh, no, but, um, I, you know, found out she had it too. So she got COVID at the exact same time. was kind of going through it. She actually started taking the packs of it at the same fucking time. She started feeling better at the exact same time and she rebounded with COVID at the exact same time. Really? So she, yeah, her, she ended up getting it all over again as well. As bad as you did? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Um, and then it was actually even kind of worse for her because she thought she was in the clear and she had a, she has a newborn mm. and the baby ended up getting it. So it was like, now she's dealing with the baby that had a fever plus she's sick again. So, uh yeah, man, that, that shit's just—it's fucking weird, man. That's what happens when you have lab, man-made fucking viruses, um, fucking Wuhan, infiltrating your, your your body. 
And dude, we're, we're, from what I understand, this is the new normal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, next year you got to worry about the flu and COVID. Like it's, yeah. the shitty part about COVID, unlike the flu, you got to worry about it all the fucking time. Yeah. You know, I know there's a spike. Well, hopefully the, and again, I'm not going to get into science because I'm not a doctor, but, um, you know, hopefully the, the virus is supposedly supposed to, the virus doesn't actually want to kill you. The, the virus wants to stay alive. And by killing the host, it'll die. It dies. Right. Yeah. So I read that supposedly the virus will actually get more and more mild as time goes on <clears throat> because of that. Let's hope, man. Yeah. Because dude, if I was 20, 30 years older, man, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Like if you don't, if your body's not strong, like that's going to be a very difficult thing to, if you get it as bad as I did at least. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I'm here. <laughs> and a fucking wild ride, dude. So before we get into, I know we're going to get into a couple of things today. Yeah. Right? Uh, we're going to do our Spotify wrapped. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to do our challenge results. We have a couple of things on the agenda, but there's something that I thought about mm-hmm. from the last podcast. And I was, I was like, I have to, I have to acknowledge this. What? We're, we're done with the COVID talk, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. I just wanted you to let everybody know what happened to you. So you gave me shit last podcast. Well, not give me shit. You, 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 you talked shit. Uh-huh. About? And I didn't think about it till later. Actually, it wasn't until my wife, my wife. My wife. It wasn't until my wife was like, that's not true. And I was like, I know, right? So I was like, well, I, needed to, I need to defend myself here. <laughs> oh, now we're defending ourselves? <laughs> we're going to be here for a long fucking time, <laughs> my friend. You said something about um, my head being up metal's ass, and that's why I couldn't think of a female vocalist top like five bands or whatever. I said that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were like, come on right now, tell me, give me top five female artists. And I oh, couldn't yeah. think of anything. And you were like, it's because you got your head so far up metal's ass, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so... Um, but I you was, mentioned uh, your one, though. You mentioned your top one. And that was really what I was searching for. Carla Morrison. Yeah. So anyways, I started thinking, I'm not like being defensive. I'm just being like, huh is he right but then i realized like you are being defensive because that pinky <laughs> is on fucking fire dude i was like you know what real quick uh, i want a camera dedicated to your hands i want to put it right here just, <laughs> <laughs> um so i started really thinking about artists that i listen to that are female fronted uh-huh and well, I, I don't know that that's I, why i was asking i created you. a list great but you're not getting defensive getting defensive <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's why I was asking you. Yeah, I know. Because I know, you know, I know you like Bjork and, you know, you like No Doubt for a little Bjork. while. Bjork. But, but I'm talking about like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I have a good list that, and I think some of these were like, oh, duh. I just wanted to run through that list for yeah, you. Absolutely. I, dude, that's a conversation I'll, I'll always want to have. Number one, Carla mm-hmm. Morrison. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. And this is actually in no specific order. Right. I just listed that I listen to on a regular basis. Yeah. Mon Laferte. Oh, you did? Sh- yeah, you showed me her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Not as much anymore, but I was really hardcore for a while into Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Which, by the way, reminds me of Ethel Kane. Or Ethel Kane reminds me of her. At times, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cardigans. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. You know who I really like a lot, and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Maybe I don't know. Halsey. Oh no, I love Halsey. Oh, okay. Yeah. She had, what I like about Halsey, she has that raspy, airy voice yeah. that, I, that I love in men. I mean, I love men, period. But, <laughs> you know what I'm so, the, but these are the, some of like the, the early ones that I got, but these are the ones that I'm really listening to now. Uh, one of them, thanks to you, Spirit Box. You're welcome. Um, dude, one of my favorite bands ever, Beach House. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got me into them. Here we go. Ready? Actually, I'm going to save this one for last because that's my one of my top three favorite bands of all time. Okay. Uh, next one, uh, Alabama Shakes. Yeah. Dude, I listen to them religiously. Um, Billie Eilish, of course. Mm-hmm. Poppy. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, which we've, we've spoken about. about. Yeah. And dude, my number one, one of my favorite bands of all time, female fronted, and I can't believe I didn't think about this, Phanagram. Oh, Yeah. You do love them a lot. Dude, they're like one of my top... Probably and that That's what I was trying to get out of you. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I was just curious if you were on the same wave as I am. Yeah. Like, I prefer female-fronted bands over, you know. I know you do. So, um, but anyways, I just wanted to... Because it got me thinking. Like, yeah. not in a defensive way, but in a like... I know there's more female singers I, out there I that I that listen too, to. But I didn't know. That's why I was trying to. Because you put me on the spot, Adrian. <laughs> well, fuck, man. Hello, we are trying to do this properly. We don't. This is not scripted. <laughs> you know. What? Okay, man. This is a perfect segue. It's almost like you were meant to not be defensive, but defensive <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, we try very hard, right, people? Real hard, oh, dude. And it's about to get harder because I haven't seen you in three weeks. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, we we this is not scripted. We don't plan anything. Not at we all. we have our notes. There's certain key points that we will say. Hey, we, we need to at least talk about this or what have you. Right? We'll we'll get a small game plan. But I have my notes. Paul has his notes, and we just fire at each other. Boom, 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 boom. Because we want it just to be organic and. Like we said, just it's just our normal everyday conversation. So we're podcasters. We're official, right? Especially with the deals we got coming in January. Mm-hmm. We are official podcasters. Mm-hmm. And to me, if you're going to be doing something and love something, you have to be in love with the culture itself, right? Right. So I listen to a shit ton of podcasts. I have been for even before we started podcasting. I started getting into podcasts. But um, one of my favorite human beings on earth happens to have a podcast and he's had it for a long time and I did not fucking know it. So, um, uh, I, I recently found out like two months ago, mm-hmm. right? And I think he's had his since, I want to say 2015. That's how long he's had it. Mm. And I had no fucking idea, but I'm talking about Michael Rappaport. Oh yeah. Dude. He's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. I he's, follow him on Instagram, though. Dude, I am Rappaport Podcast. Mm-hmm. Fucking incredible. We need to tag him, shout, shout him out. Incredible. He, again, he's one of my favorite people on mm. earth. His views, the way he talks, yeah. his fucking accent. Dude, he says, this is, I am Michael Rappaport Podcast. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> dude the gringo mandingo, the fucking inflamed Ashkenazi. He's <laughs> Dude, his intro is literally the fucking best. Yeah. And um, so I've been listening to it almost every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we have commercials coming up, right? Mm-hmm. We've, we've already warned everybody what's going to happen. And I fucking hate 
commercial. I hate right. commercials on TV. Right. I hate commercials on fucking podcasts. But um, he has a lot of them. But because of what we're going through, like it kind of made me like, uh, like I listen to his commercials now because like I, oh, well, I, I see what you're saying. You know, so it made you yeah. So now you're like I'm oh, a little okay. more more appreciative. You're embracing of, yeah the 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 ads yeah yeah. I mean, hopefully ours will be fun. Um, yeah, you know, I know the company we're working with. You know, for example, like they know a lot of celebrities, so yeah, yeah. they told me like there might be times that you don't even have to worry about it. We'll have a celebrity do the the ad for whoever yeah. is purchasing. So I'm looking forward to seeing like how because I feel like being creative with ads. To me, the most creative motherfucker on the planet. Speaking of podcasts, when it comes to ads, and is also my favorite podcast of all time. Duncan Trussell. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Duncan Trussell. That dude and his ads are fucking nuts. That he does them himself? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And they are fucking out of this world nuts. The shit that he says, I'm like, how? How, 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 does, how is somebody so fucking creative and nuts at the same time? Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, just kind of adding yeah. to your... So for anybody's interested and anybody who likes Michael Rappaport, the actor, the hip-hop enthusiast the sports lover go check out i am rapaport podcast he has a, a co-host who's like in and out right mm-hmm. michael rapaport is the mainstay he's always on on show but his co-host comes in and out dude the fucking yin and yang to their their relationship it's fucking incredible dude you mm-hmm. know what i love I was, I was listening to one of his most recent ones and uh, he was like yeah somebody reached out to me and you know i'm listening to all you fucks and someone's like you guys keep mentioning the fucking commercials. Well, what do you want me to do, right? Like, I have to have these commercials, blah, blah, blah. You guys don't know how shit works. And if you don't like it, there's a fucking fast forward button at the bottom of the thing. You see that little thing that says 15? Push that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true, though. Um, all right. So one other thing I wanted to get into before. Besides me? <laughs> Speaking of co-hosts that go in and out. Um, uh, I'm not a co-host. We're co-hosts. That's what we are. Are we not just hosts we're well there's two of us so we're co-hosts so you're my co-host and i'm your co-host exactly i thought we were just host number one like sometimes i'm on top sometimes on on bottom you know it's the worst when you're on bottom i love it on top (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to bring up um we have so much shit um i I wanted to bring up there was an announcement of a and i thought of you man of course Everybody knows that has heard this podcast. They know my how I loathe, how I despise new metal. Even though in in the closet there's some new metal I still like. Okay, but, but, <laughs> that fucking closet's deep, y'all. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I like like the not the new new metal, like it the old stuff that I'll sometimes go back and listen to. It's funny um, you mentioned that real quick. Pepe and I had this conversation oh, while gosh. we were working out, uh-huh. and he agrees with me. What? Because he likes Cold Chamber. Look, oh, I, li- I do too. I know. But when we were working out, Cold Chamber came on. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if he likes Cold Chamber. So I'm, gonna, mm-hmm. I'm just going to skip the song. And he's like, Cold Chamber, huh? So we got into this. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. You like Cold Chamber? He's like, yeah, I do. Especially that album. And I was like, you see what I mean? So I started, I said, you know, Paul has this weird thing where he just calls anything post-90s fucking new metal. And I'm like, no, right? And he's like, well, who does he think's new metal? And I started naming... Um, Breaking Benjamin, your favorite band. And and he was like, no, I don't think that's new metal. I said, see? It is. It is not. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Whatever, Pepe. Um, 
So were you guys like, while you were working out, you were like, the roof, the, the roof. roof, come on, baby, the roof is on. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this new metal tour that was just announced or, um, or, or, or show. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what I really loved about it, and I, and I don't, I don't really so much like some of the shit that this person says, but, um, I really like what he said, at least I, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, there was an interview with Stefan Carpenter from Deftones, mm-hmm. and he put, um, I, you know, I got to reread this again. Um, he said something about, <laughs> he talked shit. He said that apparently they briefly considered putting corn um, under the condition that they stick to tunes before the year 2000. But apparently the talks didn't go very well, which I think is hilarious because when I think of like before the 2000s, like that's the new metal that I'm okay with. Well, not all of it, obviously, but like the originals, that's what I hate is is all the baby, the spawn offs of new metal. Right. 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 But what I love uh, is he said... Um, Limp Biscuit was never asked. We consider some deeper new metal acts like Edema, who I hate, Trust Company, who I hate, and Taproot, who I like. Um, but holy shit, have you listened to them recently? He says, I'm considering starting harpsichord lessons just to further distance myself from that shit. From Taproot? From blue, from new metal. Really? Yes. Um, I love the fact that he's one of the pioneers of new metal and he's talking shit about new metal. I appreciate that. That gives me a whole new, like, um, wow. Like, um, well, first of all, let me, I would love to disagree with Stefan Carpenter on that one. Edema sucks ass. Yeah, they do. Trust company is not fucking new metal. That to me, that's not new metal. This ties into what you're saying, dude. It's like breaking Benjamin. Yes, it is, dude. It's, it's, here it is. First it's of not, all, don't ever throw your hands at me like that again <laughs> while we're talking about new metal. Okay? It's not the original new metal. It's the new new metal. It's what I'm trying to tell well, you. Okay, it's, let's backtrack a little bit. I, I'm glad you brought this up because my kid and I were dissecting this. My kid, thank you very much. <laughs> your step kid. That's because I don't like making him sad. He gets sad <laughs> when he hears it. <laughs> um, we were dissecting this concert and I said, hey, look what Uncle Paul sent me. Because you know how they're that there was that that emo thing mm-hmm. the way we were uh, when we were young or whatever it was oh gosh yeah so he and i started arguing about that one right because i kept he and i have this weird argument about what emo is mm-hmm. anyway fast forward to sick new world this new new metal concert mm-hmm. air mm-hmm. quotes um i was like dude this is not a fucking new metal show but you know this is different from what the article i was reading right this is going to be an actual tour apparently Oh, so it's not that okay. So you had sent me because that's what I told him. I said, "Look, yeah, what your no, Uncle Paul I purposely sent me. didn't send you this one because I wanted to talk about it." You son of a bitch! Yeah. So this is something entirely new. Yeah, it's like an actual tour. Okay, because I thought we were talking about that sick new world. No, but that it does festival. Yeah, yeah, no, but it which, does tie into that too. Which is supposed to be a new metal festival or the revival or whatever, and seventy five percent of those fucking bands aren't even new metal. Yeah, no, this tour is it's going to be headlined by Deftones and System of a Down. Ah, where's this going to be at? I have no idea. It's a idea. full tour? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. So it's a Deftones announced a co-headlining tour under the moniker, quote, new metal, but like good, end quote. <laughs> I love that shit. Where do, send me that article, please, because I need to know when these concert dates are. Okay. 
But um, so go on about that show. Yeah, well, that's what I thought you were talking about. But yeah, dude, that if that's the new metal fucking version of when we were young or whatever the fuck that concert's called, dude, half of those bands are not fucking new metal. And that's what I, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of new metal on there. Oh, God, this motherfucker's texting me, man. I'm working. I'm working here. That was you, by the uh, way. Oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Why are the crickets? That's your tone. Oh, my God. Because you're boring. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, again, like that emo show that everybody got all excited about, yeah. dude, I looked at that lineup and I wanted to vomit. Right. Because it was like too much emo. Like, I don't know, man. Um, well, this Deftones thing is I'm, I'm definitely excited about. Yeah. You know, I got one. Uh, I got one in the chamber. My wife and my kids fucking owe me, because for the past three years, it's all their concerts, right? Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah. Anytime I dare say, fuck, dude, Spirit Box played with Under Oath. Oh, fuck, I forgot who else they played with. This was a few months ago, like six months ago mm-hmm. in Colorado, and I was like, we need to go to this show. Right away, the excuses came out of the woodworks. I got work. I got school. Oh no, really? No, can no, but. But I I can call off for you guys to go to concerts. Yeah, so this one might be that one. Hey, um, I just realized I forgot something. What? Um, we were talking about Cancun, uh-huh. and in in true um, what we always do whenever we go out of town, I got you a gift. Did you? Yeah. Oh man. But I need to get it. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's just I had this in my pocket. That's okay. not it. That's not the gift, obviously. Um. But I, um, do you want to do that now? I know that's like a total fucking ADHD thing for me to just change it like that. This I isn't know. Christmas gifts, right? Because I didn't no, bring no. you a Christmas Fuck gift. No, me. man. Christmas gifts are for Christmas, I'm Adrian. I'm just asking. Talk for two seconds while I get you your gift. <sighs> Let me see. I'm going to sing. T- you know what I'm going to do? I'm ah. just going to talk shit about you while you walk away. That's what you always do. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, He's a cutie. Obviously, being in... I thought you were going to your car. You made it seem like you were walking away. <laughs> no. Obviously, being in, in, uh, in Mexico, I, I, I think about... Um, you have a lot of ancestors there. <laughs> I even sent you a, uh, um, a video when I went to that show of the guy that looked like you. Hey, look, dude, that was a beautiful video. I'm, and all honesty, I love that shit, man. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I was really upset by part of that show, but I don't want to get into that. Um, and so I, you know, I was like, well, what am I going to get him? So we went to like the Mercados and all these places and stuff. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck to get him. Um, I know all he ever wears is like a black T-shirt. Yeah. And he's very particular about it. Guess what I'm wearing under this jacket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I saw this one and I was like, that guy looks like <laughs> Adrian oh, on the shirt. And I know for a little while there, didn't you wear kind of like affliction type shirts for a little while there? Uh, no. They were sullen. Thank you. Oh, okay. Sullen tattoo. Well, I got your shirt and I mostly got it not only just to have as a souvenir, but I got it because I felt like the guy on the shirt looks like you, dude. And I'm looking at it right now and I'm like, wait, does this have COVID all over it? No, dude, it's you. Oh, what the fuck? It is me. Dude. I love that. Yeah. So I got you that. Wow. In all honesty, this is a fucking really cool shirt. Well, yeah. Cause you're on it. Let's 
look like twins? You do. Hold on. I'm going to zoom in. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I yeah. love it. So, I mean, you might not wear it in public, but... Wh- why not? Because uh, you only wear black t-shirts. Oh, come on. I make my exceptions. Dude, that is fucking really cool. I love this. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. I got to dissect this one. We're not because I'm going to take forever to do it. Yeah. Oh, I love this. But, Dude, this is any type of... Um, thank you, Batch. I love it. You're welcome. Native American stuff. Um, Mexican natives. What do you call them? Like Mayans and Aztecs and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Dude... I love that kind of shit, man. Me too. Fucking love it. Thank you. That's actually one of my favorite things about Cancun was all the historical shit that's there. Yeah, I can imagine. <clears throat> but anyways, I, I hated. I'm sorry that it took us back to that, but I was like, oh, fuck, I need to give it to him. <laughs> so anyways. You do need to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get that after. <laughs> um, so anyways, so back from the new metal thing onto anything else before we get into like our challenge results? or uh, No. Uh-uh. It's all you got? Yeah. Have you heard the new Metallica song? I did. What'd you think of that? I actually liked it. People are talking shit about the kick drum tone. You know what, man? You know what I don't like about this fucking day and age? Y'all need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? Let's fucking take it for what it is, man. Like, don't ruin it for everybody. I love it when you talk aggressively to me like Dude, that. Dude, you know what? Just I fucking take it. <laughs> I've heard the other day, as a matter of fact, it's been a couple of weeks, I hear... More and more comedians, actors, people being like, you know what? Fuck you, woke culture motherfuckers, man. Like, dude, stop already. You know, quit ruining shit for people. Yeah. Quit being so fucking sensitive. You know what I mean? Why you gotta be so sensitive? So, And I'm not talking about major stuff, right? I mean, obviously racism is fucking horrible. Mm -hmm. We don't need it, right? Um, Gay rights, let everybody be. I understand the hardcore stuff. Right. But quit nitpicking on the fucking stupid shit. For example. The Metallica song? The Metallica song, <laughs> one. Number two, you know, being being Hispanic, right? Like mm-hmm. when I saw, and you know, being a huge um, comic nerd, saw Black Panther the other day, mm-hmm. um, Wakanda Forever. So if you don't know, in the comics, Namor is an underwater god, the equivalent to Aquaman, okay. right? Marvel's right. Aquaman. I don't know that. But in Black Panther, he's still the underwater god, Mm -hmm. but he's of Mayan or Aztec. Like, he's Mexican, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the whole tribe is Mexican, and and they they look like my t-shirt. Right. Right? And everyone's pissed off about that. Really? Yeah. Even Mexicans are pissed off about it. Get the fuck out of here. That's fucking amazing. We're finally coming to the forefront. Dude, they're coming out with the Blue Beetle. Mm -hmm. That's a Mexican superhero. And he's a part of the universe. Right. You know, anyway, what I'm getting at is everyone needs to shut the fuck up, man. I'm I'm done with it. So, so what you're saying is that you're appreciative of the Metallica song for what it is. Dude, it's a fucking song. We're, we're musicians. We like to fucking experiment. Not everything's going to sound the fucking same because I guaranteed if they spit out... Uh, Nothing else matters. Two point someone's gonna fucking bitch about Talk that. Talk shit about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I heard it, and I liked it. Yeah, uh, it does remind me of like old school Metallica, like for right. real though. Yeah. Um, I if I'm gonna critique it, and uh, again, I'm not talking shit about it. Um, 
I would say that uh, the only thing that didn't line up for me was the vocals. I felt like the vocals were like still on the newer tip of what James Hetfield does mm -hmm. and mixed in with like the old school sound, yeah. which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that was the only thing that stood out. Well, I'm not saying love it because it's Metallica, right? Like we all have our preferences and in, in certain things we like. Mm -hmm. I'm just tired of the fucking keyboard warriors, dude. Oh, like fuck. everybody right away going right to the negative. The fuck away, man. Yeah. You ruin it for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of the world we live in now, man, is like where communication is available to everybody, where anybody supposedly, and everybody has a voice all that's of a sudden, and everybody feels like they are knowledgeable in every aspect, so they've got to call um, and talk, call out and talk shit. I remember a day when there was no spoilers. You didn't have to worry about fucking spoiling shit. You got one fucking preview of a movie. Mm -hmm. And then you saw the movie and made your own opinion. Now yeah. it's like, you if you, if there's a movie you want to see or an album you want to listen to, you literally have to block yourself from the fucking internet until that day comes to make your own fucking opinion. Right. You know well, I mean? what about actual critics though? Like honestly, I, I, I like for example, you and I, we're not like by title critics, right? But we've been musicians for so long. Yeah. The things that we've done, I think it gives us the. Um, the credentials, so to speak, to be able to uh, critique music. Yeah. Just not even like to talk sh for the sake of talking shit, like I talk shit about new metal, but talk like being able to say. <laughs> but if we were asked to play that show, you would totally. Oh, do hell it. yeah. And I'd be in the front row jamming out. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It depends on who it is. Um, Critics are, that. that's their job, right? They're, it's like you said, the credentials are there. Right. And I'm not discrediting any, you know, random old schmo on the internet who says, fuck Black Panther because there's Mexicans in it or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just tired of everything being bad. Mm -hmm. Everything's fucking negative. Right, right, right. And the fact that everyone starts to listen, mm -hmm. right? So let, let's take the Marvel Universe. It makes everybody bias. Yeah. Let's take the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe, for example. Mm-hmm. Everyone says so much shit about fucking race and about... um um sex right the he should she should have been a male that should have been the, dude now then 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 marvel and dc start to get scared and they start coming up with these stupid fucking ideas that don't even fit oh it's right like, that they start uh, changing the way they do things to suit everybody yeah is what you're saying yeah, yeah i agree with that stupid, that's dumb man. yeah i agree um but going back to the metallica song oh yeah sorry I went totally went off on a tangent. Yeah, he shook a chord there. <laughs> I'm tired of being quiet, dude. Yeah, e well, even though I never hold my tongue, you yeah, know, I, I never do. I, we I need to dedicate you know. a whole episode to grievances, especially because, uh, you know, with uh, each other, Festivus. That's a five day I, podcast. For I think sure. we missed Festivus. You know what Festivus is, right? Now you've mentioned it before. Oh my god, because you don't watch Seinfeld. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> George right. Costanza's dad creates his own holiday. He calls it uh, Festivus, uh -huh. where they put a metal pole whoa do that again metal pole <laughs> <laughs> and they air their grievances it's a day where they and then i think they like wrestle i don't i don't even know whoa but okay, it's a, a totally day. down to naked wrestle with you <laughs> after festivus our festivus show it's a day to just air grievances we should have an episode where we celebrate festivus and we air our grievances down let's do it we're gonna plan that but going back to the metallica song shang shang you know what you're right though because when i first heard it something did sound a little off to me mm -hmm. 
production wise. Mm -hmm. And then I read an article where somebody talked about the kick drum and I was like, Hmm. But what I don't understand is how does that ruin the song? No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. But you're right. People are nitpicking. Yeah. Like how does that, how does that make it not a great fucking song? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so the bass wasn't fucking bassy enough for me. Fuck. Yeah. A lot of people say that though about Metallica stuff, especially like old school Metallica. Look, you're not going to always get the same. And then so, again, if you were to do, if they were to continue to sound like fucking Metallica 1990, uh-huh. people are still going to bitch about it. So on that, on this topic, mm-hmm. it just made me think of something that's really going on right now. And a lot of people are talking shit about, I know how I feel about it. I'm curious to how you feel about it. The Pantera quote unquote reunion. I think it's, I think Pepe should have been the drummer. <laughs> Um, it's, it's weird to me because it's kind of like, I'm a Pantera fan, right? Not as big as you and and everybody else we know, but even before you, I liked Pantera Mm -hmm. and I'm an, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of original members, right? Like I'll even take it back to the pumpkins after it was Billy Corgan and Jimmy Chamberlain and James E. and Darcy were gone. The feel was gone. Right. But anyway, what I'm trying to get at, it's almost as if. I don't want to say that Phil was waiting for them to, for Vinny to die and then to be like, boom, now we can fucking do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And see, that's where it gets a real, it's, it's a touchy topic, right? Because you have two of the main guys, main guys Rex passed and, and, away, you know? Oh, and, I thought you meant two of the main guys still. Well, still. It. Yeah. And I know there was, when they were alive, the Abbott brothers, right? Yeah refused to do a reunion because of their dislike of Phil and Selma, the singer. Yeah. And so by them getting together and Rex, I think it was Rex or no, it was Charlie, the drummer mm-hmm. from Anthrax who mm-hmm. said, this is not a reunion, which I appreciated because yeah, how can you do a reunion when you're missing two members? Yeah. But dude, honestly, like being a Pantera lover, mm-hmm. like, I remember when, when Dimebag died, like that was a horrible day for me. I was like younger and that was like, he was like my idol when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, when he died, especially the way he died, it was like, fuck man. Like, how do you like, what the fuck? Like what's going on with the world? You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, I like the fact that they're doing what they're doing because I almost feel like it's a tribute to what Pantera was like, because at the end of the day, like Pantera could never actually happen ever again. Um, obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah. But why can't people, even if it's only half the members bring that music to the world again? I think it's because of what happened. I think. So you're against it. No, no, I'm not. I don't, I don't care. Right, you know, they got great guys. You know, Zach Wild, Charlie from Antics. It's not like they got some fucking idiots, right? So they, my my biggest thing is, to me, it felt like. I know Phil has wanted to bury that hatchet for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's come out publicly and said it many of interviews on TV. Um, it's, like, and and so for those that don't know, um, some people, and I think even like. Vinnie Paul, which is was the original drummer, mm-hmm. I think they almost kind of blamed Phil for why um, Dimebag got killed. Right. Um, but a matter of fact, I think Rex came out just recently and said, like, 
that's not why he was killed. Like that guy was fucking nuts. He was going to do it anyways. Right. But anyway, so I just feel that I don't want to say they're capitalizing on, especially Vinny's death, right? Because he was mm-hmm. the most recent one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. To me, it's you know you fought so long to get the band back together. Yeah. But yet you don't have the band back together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but dude, they sound really good live. They do. Yeah. It's, it sounds just like Pantera. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I just think morally it's kind of like, mm, yeah, you know, but I, I, yeah, I, I don't think one way or the other of it. You know what I mean? It sucks that we couldn't see them all together. Yeah. Or even even just Vinny. You know what I mean? Obviously, right, right, right. You know, right. Dimebag was a long time ago in his different circumstance or what have you. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why did they break up. I don't remember that story. The drinking? The drugs? I think it was a little bit of everything. They just got into a point where even the last album, they didn't even record it together. Yeah, that one, that was the... What was the last <clears throat> album? The Southern I, I Trust Kill? or was Trend Kill. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Or maybe there was one more after that. I don't know. Um but yeah, no, I was just curious because yeah. I mean, I I'm excited about it. It's not dying bag, but it's fucking Zach Wild, who's badass as fuck. And I yeah. know he he's very uh, his whole thing is he wants to do justice to the songs. And if there's anybody that's gonna do justice to fucking Dimebag's playing, it's him. Which hearing or seeing the video of the live shows, he has done justice to those songs. Um, Phil sounds great. Rex, I know, I think he has COVID, so he's like they had somebody fill in for him. Yeah, and then Charlie Benan. Benante, I don't know how you say his fucking last name, from Anthrax. Uh, he's actually done a really good job, too. I mean, when you close your eyes, it sounds like fucking yeah. Pantera. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I was just curious yeah. to what you thought. Um, all right. Sh- should we get into our Spotify wrap now or, yeah, or, or our challenge results now? Let's do the wrapped. Okay. Go ahead. You go first. So we did this last year, right? We did the whole, like, let's go over our Spotify wrapped. But last year was a little different because I wasn't listening to Spotify as much as I think I do now. Right. Because before that, I was an Apple iMusic, whatever you call it. iTunes. iTunes, there you go, um, type of guy. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to kind of go through it um, based on the order that they sent it to me. So I'm going to start with my top genres. Okay. Gen rays. <laughs> for me, actually, we should go back and forth. Let's go like, I'll do my number one. Okay. So number one for me was indie rock. Mine was just rock. Oh. <laughs> number two was just rock. Mine was alternative metal. Oh, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> number three was jazz. My number three was country. Oh, fuck. <laughs> number four was chill wave. My number four was Screamo. Of course. Again. <laughs> and number five was Indie Pop. Dude, fucking weird. What? Mine was just pop. Oh. <laughs> but still we got pop though. <laughs> so how do you feel about that? How did you feel about your top genres? Um, You know, I honestly feel I listen to country more than anything. Really? Country and alternative. What the? Country and alternative. Really are half and half. Yeah. Country and alternative metal, I guess, is what they're considering... You know, Spirit Box, Deftones, that's all now alternative metal. Yeah. So, yeah, it's either I'm listening to fucking George Strait or the Deftones, or I'm listening to <sighs> Keith Urban or fucking Spirit Box. Like, that sounds like 
the one the one thing that i that i i, I don't know maybe she is the pop side of it but mm-hmm. i mean i have to l- listen to sade a few times a day yeah so maybe she's that's my pop you know what i mean well that that's true you know hmm all right my top song you have your top song let me see i don't think you do boom 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 i got my mood mine mine jumped around hold on come on guy i think i listened to spotify more than you did this oh, yeah. year you are high we're gonna we're, we're gonna we'll, we'll go with our numbers my, right now. my top song was skating in central park by bill evans it's a jazz song yeah <laughs> you know my top song was Vienna by Billy Joel. Oh, neither yeah. one of us had a like <laughs> heavy song. This no, year. that's cool. Yeah, that's great. Showing our inside, uh, uh, the way we truly listen to music. Uh, it, top it, songs is what I have next. Okay. So obviously that was my number one. Number two, which I fucking love this song. It's one of the songs that I cannot get tired of. It reminds me of like when me and my wife would go out a lot and I would, she'd be driving me home and I was just drunk and this song would come on and I was just like, it's just, I love this fucking song. Uh, it's so real quick. It's so funny. You mentioned that the way you described it is how I can now tell people why I love crazy towns, butterfly. <laughs> Cause when my wife and I were young and going out, yeah, she would drive me home pissed drunk. And that's the song I would, I would sing to her. Fill it all around by washed out. Oh, it's a great song. Yes, right. Fuck. Washed out is just amazing. Like incredible. every fucking song. Every, of not one fucking dud. Yeah, dude. hands down. Amazing. My number two was a song called "Someone" by Genevieve Rasset featuring City and Color. Oh wow! It's a very slow, sad song. Hmm. It's f- fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, I was not shocked by that one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, in a sentimental mood, by uh, Duke Ellington wow. and John. I, forget, I don't know that you name. We're hitting that jazz train, huh? Yeah, dude. I listen to jazz a lot. That's a good. lot, a lot. Any Miles Davis in your mix? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. He's my number one. It's because when I wake up in the morning, I always say like, I have my Alexa or Google, or whatever, like, hit the jazz. That creepy fucking thing, man. <laughs> so weird. My number three was Just The Way You Are by Billy Joel. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I was hitting that Billy Joel train hard this year. Yeah, it sounds Big like time. it. Um, number four, um, Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear. It's a great song. I don't even know who that is. Who's I mean, Grizzly Bear? Uh, they're a really good like indie rock like band. M83 or MG, MG, MGMT? No, not at all. I think you would like these guys. They're really good. I listen to I, them. Why have you not shown me them? I don't know, because you don't like anything. Oh, I don't like anything? <laughs> That's the fucking kettle calling the pot black for sure. Um, all right, your number four? My number four is from a country artist named Morgan Wade. The song is called Met You. Very sad, slow a country song. But but her voice is just fucking incredible, man. Wow. Incredible. These are random songs. Mm-hmm. And number five, this is why I didn't really um, jump into what you were saying right now. Uh, Blue and Green. Um, by Miles Davis. Oh, wow. <laughs> Perfect. That's yeah. a great fucking song. Yeah. My number five, it kind of shocked me, but not really, because I know I, I did play the song more than ever, right? I've I've literally owned this album since 93, 94, whenever the fuck it came out. Mm-hmm. 
But um, my number five is Spaceman from Four Non Blondes. Oh, wow, really? That's a fucking amazing song, man. That was unexpected. That's yeah. an old song, too. Yeah, it is. It's a fucking amazing song. All right, this is where I've, I'm really excited to see where you're at. Okay. My top artists. Did they give you a list on that? Yeah. Okay, hold on. They just showed me what my top artist... Oh, okay. So okay. my top artist... I'm going to start with number five, and okay. we'll go down. Okay. <laughs> we're definitely going down we're gonna 69 this bitch today because it's been a while <laughs> number five chet baker jazz jazz yeah okay. dude chet baker's amazing my number five threw me off big time okay and this happened last year and i want to say the year before but though i love this band and they are one of my favorite bands but i'm going to say top 30 favorite bands they don't break the top 10 but somehow some way they always manage to end up on my top artists and i can tell you that i've only heard them in passing like on playlists that i have mm -hmm. never went oh i'm gonna listen to this band mm -hmm. right now which is weird and it's happened to me like three years in a row my number five is incubus really yeah it's weird that is weird yeah all right number four go ahead you're gonna like this one okay war paint Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You've been hitting that one hard? Yeah. Do you going to love Warp? Awesome. You're welcome. My number four, dun, 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 Spirit Box. Uh, figured. I knew that would be in there somewhere. Yeah. Hell yeah. Number three, one of my favorite bands ever, ever, ever. And it's really weird because I was actually surprised that they, even though they're one of my favorite bands, I was surprised they ended up on my list because I didn't feel like I listened to them as much this year, but apparently I did. Uh, Local Natives. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. You know what? I always tell myself, you got to put those songs on a playlist, and I've yet to do it. Lo I, local natives? Yeah. <laughs> There's a few songs that, that I can't remember it right now. But um, so my number three was another shocker. Okay. <laughs> my two top, five, two top favorite bands of all time, uh -huh. gun to my head, I'm going to say three because they're all tied, mm -hmm. are the Pumpkins, the Peppers, and the Deftones, right? Mm-hmm. But like Incubus, I listen to them in passing, right? I haven't said, I'm going to sit down and listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers today. Right. I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. Especially this year. There's a lot more artists that I've, I've really fucking just went headfirst in and I could not stop listening to them. Like that band Bleed. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to Bleed nonstop for fucking six months now. Right. Four, or four months, whatever it's been. But the Chili Peppers are my number three. Oh wow! I'm I'm start. Well, look. When I get to my number one, I'll tell you my what I'm my theory is. I can't wait to get to my number one. All right, what's your number two? Number two, Starfucker. What the fuck is that? You've never heard Starfucker? No. Oh my god! It's actually like it's spelled S T R F K R, but Starfucker. They're amazing, dude. What like is, they're on the washed out tip. Uh -huh kind of sort of you are a greedy son of a bitch <laughs> i share everything with you hey because man check this banner hey man check this banner <laughs> i feel like half the time when i'm gonna send you these stuff you're you're not gonna like it so like, i send you, know you shit I'm no matter what save the the like i guess even though i do it to you more than you do it to me uh yeah <laughs> i get uh uh <laughs> All right, my number two was Billy Joel. No okay. surprise. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I didn't know you got into him that much. Dude, I even told my wife, I said, I'm strongly contemplating a Billy Joel tattoo. Like, hard. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right, number one. You ready for this? Yes. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't understand the significance of this, you might want to go back to, you know, some talk that we've done over yeah. the last 40 <laughs> some episodes. Arcade Fire. Oh, what the fuck? You listen to them that much? Yes. Really? I love that band, hmm. which is why I was so disappointed in our challenge. Wow. I, I tried, man. I tried. All right. My number one, though, again, and I have a theory as to why I think Spotify does what it does. Hmm. Um, my number one is the Deftones. Mm-hmm. Yes, I listen to the Deftones a lot. Um, but this year in particular, again, it was whatever's on my playlist. Right. I don't search Deftones listen. However, when, um, so I have a playlist that I've created dedicated to all things Deftones. Mm -hmm. Every album, every cover, um, every side project Chino has done. So, I mean, Palms is on there, Crosses is on there. Um, any song that Chino has appeared on, mm-hmm. guest guest vocals from Seven Dust to Lamb of God, everything. It's all all Chino, all Deftones on this playlist. Right. So I'm constantly adding shit. You know, Crosses just came out, their um, EP. It's fucking phenomenal, by the way. Right. I haven't no, heard it. But... Not as dark as the first one, but still fucking very good. I never really liked Chino's side projects. Just throwing that out there. Not even Crosses? Eh. What? I don't know, man. But you know the appeal of crosses, right? It's Chino. Jesus died on that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's Chino and Sean Lopez from far. Oh, yeah. I did know that. I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I could just never, I've never really gotten into side projects. Uh, there was one that I kind of got into a little bit, but eh. Which one? Team Sleep. There you go. Yeah, I figured. The Palms is fucking really good. It was him... Some of the guys from the band ISIS. That's a organized um, <laughs> group in Syria. Agent. It is. Well, he's going far. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm shocked, not shocked. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this year in particular. Right. I thought for sure Billy Joel would be number one. Yeah. Because that was even on my way over here. I was fucking listening to him. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. I would never... I would have never guessed you'd become a Billy Joel kind of guy. Dude, neither did I. But 13 going on 30 (laughs) saved my life. Oh, yeah. Because that song Vienna comes Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's get into Listen Time. Okay, go. Where was mine? Fuck. Did I not? I thought I had it. Uh, you might have to go first on that one. So Spotify says you spent 4,702 minutes listening to podcasts. I spent, oh, mine gave me my top podcast. I don't know about you. Mine was Duncan Trussell and, um. Do we want to share ours? Eh. I don't, I don't listen to enough podcasts to be able to. Oh, I do. My number one was Mind Pump, which is a, a fitness bodybuilding channel my number two was relaxing buddhist music my number three was none other than half and half my number four was none other than together for the dogs and my number five was the mindset meditation podcast mm, interesting mm-hmm. how did you get yours is yours you have yours saved to your phone oh here we go actually i just uh video recorded mine wait your total playtime was how many minutes oh that was on the podcast Oh, just the podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't think mine for the podcast is that much. But um, get into your 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 total play time for I'm music. To, I'm trying to find it. 
I just found mine. This year, I ventured into the genre verse. I explored 65 different genres. Get to the good stuff. It should be the tab number four. Unless, oh, you're actually looking at oh, it. Oh, here it is. There it is. Oh, oh, shit. I think I beat you, motherfucker. What? Never thought I'd say this. What? Go. Uh, oh, I have 44,573 minutes. Holy shit. You did beat me. I have 30,785. I never thought that day would come. I was yeah. never a Spotify guy. I That's more than 82% of the listeners in the United States. More than 92, 90% for me, bruh. Uh, I played 4,400. Yeah, but your job is to work from home. You're allowed to listen to music morning (laughs) to night. Whatever, Adrian. (laughs) So yeah, so that's our uh, Spotify wrapped. Wait, you don't want to, you know what part I do, all the stuff I see here, it says here, your top artists with the Deftones. You spent 729 minutes together. I'm top 3% of Deftones listeners this year. I don't, I don't recall doing that. You know what's really weird? Hmm. Did you realize that nothing in my artists, my top five songs, nothing, not a single metal band or song? I'm not surprised. It's weird, right? No, it's not weird. I thought I listen. I do listen to metal. You know what? This year, I think you kind of should have listened to a little more metal, right? Because I mean, we, our challenges was literally from January to to now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I threw some corn at you and Limp Biscuit and <laughs> fucking buttery corn that fucking got <laughs> on my face. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. Real quick. I love it when they give you your... Um, Listening personality? Yeah. All right. I, I'm, I'm on the same thing. I'm the adventurer. Oh, so am I. So you're a seeker of sound. You venture out into the unknown, searching for the fresher artists, deeper cuts, newer tracks, especially gems yet to be found. That's crazy because I'm exactly the same thing. Yeah, um, Envu, yep. exploration, newness, variety, and uniqueness. Fuck you, Spotify. You probably just gave everybody that because that's what I am exactly. I doubt it. Look, you keep throwing shit at me that I don't listen to and I keep throwing shit at you that you don't listen to. That's true. On that note, perfect segue, right? That's our tw- that's our 20, uh, 2022 Spotify wrapped. Yep. It's become a, uh, become a staple on our podcast. We enjoy sharing sharing it with everybody my friend tony tony got it he and i share each other's all the time and my my kid too as soon as he was at school he's like dad the spotify wrapped us up (laughs) it's funny because a lot of people post theirs and stuff and you know most people don't really care except for you but i feel like for us being that you know our whole premise of our show is music and how much Mm -hmm. we love music and talk about it i think it's a it's really interesting to see how um you know, our tastes evolve, yeah, so to speak. Even, you know, they're constantly evolving, especially yeah. as we do these challenges because sometimes we introduce each other to new artists, like M83, for example, who you thought you were going to hate and you love. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's funny, though, is when, I don't know if, you know, the 11 of you listening, are we up to 12 yet? <laughs> 12 and a half because uh, Jason listens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 12.5 fuck you jason um yeah i totally forgot what i was gonna say that was good <laughs> i forgot what i was gonna say oh uh-huh. it's it's amazing how based off of what we what we speak about based off of our rap like in all joking aside even with you we listen to really heavy music like mm-hmm. i love fucking dillinger escape plan right you know what i mean like 
but people probably think I'm just some fucking sappy Billy Joel country bitch and, and you're into fucking, and you're into just jazz and, and I'm just yeah, like a, you're a jazz indie hipster. I'm a beatnik. Yeah, but we're these fucking tattooed, that, tattooed dudes that listen to Pantera. Nobody uses that word anymore. Beatnik. beatnik? Yeah. No. I sit there with my bongos and a beret. We're playing with my bongos. <laughs> oh, I think about your dad. Yeah. But, but um, but yeah, so that's it. So we want to get into the challenge results. Yeah, that's perfect. Because these will be pretty quick, I think. Yeah, let's go with you first. I'm dying to hear. You always make me go first. So you challenged me to listen to The Smiths. Yes, the one and only. And for some reason, I thought it was going to be a, more of an extensive um, than it was. Yeah. You, I didn't, I, I I didn't realize the switch from The Smiths to Morrissey was so quick. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. First, I want to say that you know, the Smiths and I, I, I always think about your brother. Mm-hmm, of course. Because your brother is the person who introduced me to the Smiths and mm-hmm. Morrissey. And I think back to like the days of, in high school when we were, we would drink and I would play my music and he would play his music. And I just remember his little dance that he yeah. does. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So listening to the Smiths really made me miss Gus mm-hmm. real bad. Um, I have to say, out of all of our challenges that we've done this year, mm-hmm. this was the most pleasurable of all for me. Okay. Um, Wait, more than Sade? Wow. Yeah. I think you really know a guy. No, for sure. This was by far. Um, so just a couple notes. You know, I, I, I really, I went from the beginning to the end and mm-hmm. I listened to it all. I think I probably did it like two or three times actually. But yeah. Um, we've been gone fucking three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also cause since I was sick, like I just, I was just lying there and I had it on. I would, that's what I go to sleep listening to. Yeah. Um, I wasn't taking a whole lot of notes, but, um, one of the first takeaways is I never realized how good that bass is. Oh dude. Andy Rourke is one of the best. It's Mickey Rourke. Andy Rourke is very, very underestimated. Beto O'Rourke? <laughs> Sorry. Andy Rourke. <laughs> Dude, very, very fucking great bass player. Yeah. yeah. I was really just like, wow, why did I, I, all this time, why have I never noticed the bass? Yeah. Again, going back to a lot of the artists that you like, that's a very common theme is they have really, really good bass. Now, I will say... Gary Day, who's Morrissey's bass player, or was, he's phenomenal in his own right. But fucking Andy Warwick is. Sorry, getting a phone call. Nope. Um, yeah, I don't know who he is or whatever, but yeah, I was really. And then on top of that, I never realized how much rockabilly type sound they have. 50s Elvis. Yeah, the type. 50s, yeah. yeah. I mean, it became obviously a big rockabilly movement at one point, right? Yeah. Like, but I never realized how much the Smiths had that element in yeah. their songs. Oh, absolutely. That, uh, the, I don't know how you want to call it. Like, do they actually use a stand up? No, I don't think they do. I think no, that, Gary Day did. Oh, when, okay. And Morrissey on, um, not Viva Hate, Kill Uncle. There's a song called uh, Sing Your Life. Yeah, uh, Gary Day actually used the upright. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It sounded great. Um, So I wrote here that I hate mentioning the Deftones, even though they've been brought up several times on this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the first time ever, I finally hear uh, the influence in Chino's voice. Because I know he's always credited them. Always. 
And Morrissey um, and PJ Harvey are the two people that he's he's credited that I've heard. I never noticed it, and now it's like blaringly blatant. Yeah. And um, especially like for example, I wrote the song here, "The Queen Is Dead." Oh, dude, like. Amazing. Chino essentially is doing what Morrissey did, but the fact that he has a different tone of voice, mm -hmm. it's become Chino, right. right? Right. But if Chino, for whatever reason, had the same voice as Morrissey, he would just be ripping Morrissey off. So right. he's like ripping him off, but the fact that he, like I said, his actual tone is different, yeah. it's given his own style. But I cannot believe... All this time, after all these years, I never noticed that. Yeah. Like, it's totally fucking... He's totally just bit Morrissey. <laughs> um, so, I think the last... What, what year was the last album? It was like 80... In the 80s, right? Oh, yeah. It was like 88 or 87. Somewhere or there was... 88 was like a live album. 87, I think, was their final actual album. Um, I just... I mean, I really... Other than the fact that I loved it what i loved more than anything i was trying to like understand like what do i love about this yes musically it is good but on that tip dude what makes it so fucking amazing is morrissey's voice yeah his voice he's just the, the those melodies are very unique nobody sounds like him just like like um robert smith from the cure yeah. nobody sounds like him the um, it's very moody um, but yet very happy at the same time, which yeah. is really weird, which is, I think like, um, sometimes if you do it well, like you can, there's like a, a way to make that work. Yeah. Um, I just love what Morrissey does. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of singers out there. This is something that I kept thinking about is if you take away Morrissey's vocals, the music is good, right? Right. But what complements the music is his vocals. And again, if you were to put his vocals onto any other type of music, it may not work, right? So kind of, I think back to like one of our bands that we did together where a certain somebody in the band felt like they... Um, um, they were better than us? Yeah, that they didn't need us. But when they did their side project, it was like, there's just like this essence that's just always missing. Yeah. Um, so butter, no jelly. <clears throat> right, like it's just... So when I was listening to the Smiths, I kept thinking to myself, like, this is the perfect kind of, like, there's no, like, this is the perfect kind of music for his voice. And this is the perfect voice for this kind of music. And like, that is why people to this very day, even though they're well into their 60s, are clamoring for a Morrissey-Johnny Marr reunion. Because Morrissey and Johnny Marr are Flea and John Frusciante. They're S Stefan and Chino. Like, but they had a big falling out. And I mean... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Morrissey right. is an asshole, yeah. right? Yeah. So let me ask you this. The big question that I ask everybody. They're both similar styles, right? I mean, Morrissey is Morrissey and the music is its music. And it's kind of like Morrissey, when he left the Smiths or the Smiths broke up, he found Boz Boer and was like, we need to sound like what I used to sound like, mm -hmm. right? Like, make mm -hmm. it happen. So would you be Smiths or Morrissey? What would you prefer? I think I need to listen to Morrissey more to tell you that. Okay. But I will tell you that, and I know this is going to sound really bad. Like, I don't listen, I don't actively, well, no, I do actively listen to songs from Morrissey and the Smiths. But I will tell you, all of my favorite songs, let's just put it this way, all of my favorite songs that Morrissey sings 
I realized during during this challenge, they all come from the Smiths. Right. At least 90% of them. Mm-hmm. So if I were to give Morrissey the time of day to really like listen to what he did after the Smiths, then I could, I, I think I could answer that better. Think, but based on that, I think you just found your next challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing challenges this, this go around, but, yeah, but next maybe time. next time. But based on that, I, I don't know. I would, maybe I would have to lean towards like the Smiths type thing. And that's what I say. Even though no, knowing both sides, I love both. I'm always pro Smiths. Right. To me, it's Morrissey's great or the Morrissey project, you know, it's, it's like you have Viva Hate, Kill Uncle, uh, Bona Drag Your Arsenal, Vox Hall and I, I think I'm missing South Paul Grammar, but after those five, six albums, hmm, kind of fell off for me, mm. but even up until those six albums, um, yeah, I've always been more Smiths. Yeah. Always. Dude, Strange Ways, Here We Come is oh yeah one yeah. of the fucking best albums ever yeah, written that it really was a good album that, that song death of a disco dancer mm-hmm. fucking i won't share you oh my god <laughs> that uh, yeah i never will even though you fucking think <laughs> you think i let you but i don't <laughs> when it comes down to brass tacks it's, it's going down <laughs> all right so yeah overall i fucking loved it yeah, i love the I knew, smiths yeah i knew you had and you do but i just wanted you to really you, i know you never really fucking dug in yeah no and i really appreciated being able to um yeah no gus i miss you well morrissey's coming next but we'll get on to that (laughs) later so you challenged me to listen to sepulduda Mm -hmm. which again it's a band i've i've known of i've heard um so starting from the bottom um roots i mean that 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 was my introduction to them oh right okay you know what i mean so it was i when I got to that album, I was like, oh, I just kind of skimmed it because I know I love that album. Right. But let me just, let me go back. So no fucking idea, no clue that they've been around since the 80s. Oh, yeah. So they had three albums prior to Chaos 80. Mm-hmm. The first two were, one of them was like 88 and then like 90 or something yeah. like that. So the first three, I forgot the first two, but I, I started taking notes on Arise, which is that the album before Chaos 80. So the first three albums, you know, they were good. They're very thrash metal. Right. Right? Like right. it's that, that typical metal sound. So when I got to Arise, that's what I wrote. Still very much a thrash album. Um, Desperate, Desperate Cry is a song that stuck out to me, stuck out to me the most on that album. It's a great song. So then you get on to uh, Chaos AD, right? Mm-hmm. Which is when I was, I started knowing who Sepultura right, was. Right. And, you know, I'd heard them in the Territory background. And, and all yeah. So um, the breakdown on Territory, I almost fucking cried. Yeah. And I missed you instantly <laughs> because when we would fuck around in Ashling, you would always do like that dunk gun 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 mm-hmm. type stuff. And mm-hmm. I loved it. And I thought, oh my God, Paul invented this fucking crazy riff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah, that song was fucking amazing. So when I had heard Cold Chamber for the very first time, mm-hmm. I was always like, man, Des Fafar is a great screamer, whatever. I like his rasp. And now there was always like, why does he remind me of somebody? Mm-hmm. Now I get it. Mm. It's like Des kind of ripped off Max Cavalera. Oh, okay. Yeah. You I can see I mean? that. Yeah, for sure. Even even in the cadence and, <clears throat> and, and the way he says his words and like how he phrases things is right. very, very Max. You right. You know what I mean? Especially right. in the earlier days, you know, the the first album, whatever the fucking first Cold Chamber album was called. Um, 
I love that the drums are very on this album, very Tom heavy, right? Oh, it's yeah. got that fucking that tribal. Tr- that tribal shit. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I wrote. Um they really embrace that Brazilian yeah. tribal sound. And yeah. That's amazing. That's where I gave shit to uh, what was that other band that I hate that you challenged me with? Uh, you need to stop. And they tried and it El was like, Nino. No, yeah, there you go. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also wrote some of what you do on, on our Texas cutthroat stuff is very Sepultura-ish. Yeah. Now that I'm breaking it down, I'm like, hey man, that sounds because there's times they do the tribal and there's times they do the ticka 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 thing right. that you like to do when you yeah, write the drums for the real upbeat yeah. shit yeah and then there was a um, at the end of the song called Amen the, mm. the guy did the brrrr, like mm-hmm. tremolo thing that yeah. you love to do yeah yeah again I miss you instantly <laughs> that part was fucking amazing um, my favorite song on that album should be No Fucking Shocker I don't know how to pronounce it It's it looks like it wants to be said chaos but it's oh kaiowas k-a-i-a-w-o-s yeah 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 um the acoustic song there's no lyrics on it it's yeah. all acoustic with at all the very the, end right? yeah with all yeah. the tribal shit yeah. love that song so now we get on to roots i kind of <coughs> cheated mm-hmm. so i had known that max cavalera left sepultura mm-hmm. i just didn't know when mm-hmm. so turns out roots was his last album mm-hmm. So I stopped there. Not right. that I no, stopped. No, no, I'm, I'm glad you did. I skimmed everything after. Right. And it was good, right? It had the, well, going back to what we were just talking about, it had the essence of Sepultura, but without Max Cavalera, it was not for me. Exactly. You know what and I mean? now, like, um, Pepe and I saw them play with the Cavalera Conspiracy. Yeah. And they played, like, both of the the two first albums from Sepultura in full, from beginning to end. Which oh, was yeah, that's what you told me about Fucking that. amazing, Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, my reason for pointing that out is it was with Igor, the original drummer, his brother mm-hmm. and Max together. So it was like the closest thing to seeing Sepultura. Sepultura. Yeah. And to be able to like, for them to play the, all their old shit like that, like, dude, that was amazing. Yeah. I could imagine that was here, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so going on to Roots, um, Bloody Roots was the song that I knew for sure was, I was the first Sepultura song I really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the thing that stuck out about this album is I remember back in the day, they took a lot of heat for this album because they went more new metal <laughs> sound. No, I'm serious. Yeah, they, I know what you look mean. Look it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. A of lot course. of critics no, no, yeah. and a lot of fans are like, you, you're getting into that new metal shit. Yeah, yeah. Because they kind of like almost like they were riding the the corn wave at the yeah. time. I think they even did a song with, I know Mike Patton did it. They did a song yeah. with Mike Patton and it was very, yeah. that's when everybody was like, featuring shit yeah i don't know i mean but it's still a great fucking album it is i do i don't hear the the cold chamber i don't hear the limp biscuit the deft i don't to me it's sepultura with more groove not as breakdown yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah it was a little i do have to say i guess you just told me his name igor on the fucking the doubles holy shit dude. dude it's like fucking thunder um yeah, that album. So, Roots, I love Head to Toe. Fucking Cutthroat is my jam. That song is fucking amazing. I also sent you the video uh, just recently where Max Cavalera did the song with uh, Chino. Yeah, Head Up the, from uh, Around the Fur. Yeah, from the Deftones. Yeah. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Because he, he was featured on that album. And I don't know if they've ever done it. I'm sure they've done it before. But I was like, oh, since he's listening to Sepultura right now, I'll send him this. I think they have. Probably. But, um... Yeah, I mean, overall, you know, like I said, I've I've liked Sepultura for 
quite some time. I didn't know about the first. I didn't know how far back they went. Right. I thought it was chaos AD move forward. I didn't know about a rise in, in, in the other two. Yeah. So it was cool to listen to that. You know, it was uh, interesting to hear their how they were evolving, you know, straight thrash. You, you could tell they loved Megadeth, Metallica, that type of shit, and just kind of progress on. And then Chaos was like, man, that was, to me, that was a crazy fucking stark contrast from one another. Right. You know what I mean? Because, again, as I wrote here, very much a thrash album on a rise, and Chaos had far more groove, far more of those toms. Even, um, I think that was the album when they used one of those weird fucking Brazilian instruments. Mm. The wah, 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 Oh, wah, right, wah, right, right. You know what I mean? And you know they the the roots no pun <laughs> for me I, I think back to one of my first drummers ever uh, one of the reasons why You're talking about Jacob yeah one of the reasons why we worked together was at that time was I was just so fucking blown away because he was the first human being I ever was able to see actually be able to play territory on drums flawlessly. Yeah. And so I just think about how during that time I was really heavily into Sepultura, um, specifically the KSAD album at that time. Yeah. So yeah, of course it's again, like going back to even Fear Factory and those that we talked about, like those subconsciously really influenced, influenced me back in the day and still do when I write heavy music. Yeah. The more bands like this that you challenge me with, the more I hear it. Yeah, it's kind of like I mean? what the bands you challenge me with, and I hear the bass lines, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Yeah, it's like it, 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 we're like sponges, and somehow those um, things are like just something that we've absorbed. And I will, I will say, you will hear it more if I challenge you more with old school hip hop. Yeah, I tell everybody. Well, no, I mean, like, uh, who was it? Uh, was I think was it MF Doom? Yeah, oh, that yeah. I told you like some of those bass lines. I was like, oh my god, dude! Like it was like listening to you play bass. Yeah, I'm hugely inspired by hip hop bass playing. Even so, though, so overall, overall, I love them. Yeah, I I, I went into this excited. Um, I've always had a place for Sepultura. You know, are they yeah. in my top ten? No, are they in my top twenty? No, but they're a great band. So, Sepultura. Speaking of drummers, like Igor is amazing, mm-hmm. but dude. The new Sepultura, which only has one actual original member, but the new drummer, Eloy Casa Grandes, whatever. Mm. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Uh, when I think about the best drummers in the world to date, him and Eric and Prada, and then I also think about what's his name from formerly of Mute Math, uh, Darren King. Yeah. Dude, those three. Uh, my boy, Pepe. Clark <laughs> is on there. Of course. But man, like of people that, you know, I guess that I, we don't know personally. Yeah. Dude. Um, dude, look up Eloy Casagrande. I will. I'm going that to. That guy is a fucking beast. When we saw them play here, he broke his fucking leg. Like yeah, in like five fucking places. Yeah, you I was like, me. oh my God, there goes one of the greatest drummers of all time. <laughs> Can never play again. But dude, that guy, was he's so fucking amazing. Within like a month, he was playing again, but he was just using the other leg. He was just using one leg and it was the other leg. That's how fucking <laughs> badass he is. And it still sounded perfect. Wait. He was using one leg, but the other one? Yeah. The other one that he didn't break. The one he didn't break. Okay. But in a drummer's sense. Yes. Okay. But like his, his, he was using his non-dominant foot is what I mean. Leg. Cause you know, even though you use both legs, right? You have a a dominant one. Right. So he, he lost his, his kick drum leg. Yeah. Like he, his, his dominant leg is the one he broke. I'm just trying to break it down for the people. So when you're a drummer, your dominant leg is your kick drum. Is yeah. Whatever's like 
on the kick drum. That's yeah. your dominant. Yeah. So he broke, I believe, his dominant leg. So okay. he just turned. Oh, and just and started using, using this. And one. was doing, I guess, like trying to do the double bass, I guess, with just one leg. I don't know. But dude, he managed to play and he had his leg full broken. You know what's so weird about that? When I'm in the car and I'm and I'm air drumming mm-hmm. because you have your foot on the gas, mm-hmm. I can I always use my left leg as a kick drum. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. Well, you are left-handed anyways. So that's that they should say, be man. more natural. That's what they say. But I tell you what, remember I told you like a year ago, I started challenging myself to learn how to write with my oh, right, right hand. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, dude, I think you were born right-handed. Just somehow. Because you're writing better? Uh, it's amazing. It's do you ni- still it's, make your A's into stars? It's ni- <laughs> Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't diss the Smashing Pumpkin writing, man. <laughs> All right. Should we? Uh... Yeah, I think that's. Uh... Oh, wait. What? We got to go digging for Shat. Oh, that's right. How dare you. Dang. And today on The Shat, I bring to you an artist that I found fairly recently. I'm going to say about a month ago. So, no secret, I love electronic music. The electronic-y, the the better. The more electronic, the better. Yeah. I love female, female vocals. Duh. So, I stumbled across this artist named Evita Manji. Spell that for me. E-V-I-T-A. Last name, M-A-N-J-I. Oh, okay, I found it. Okay. Very weird. It. This isn't. I'm not. This isn't your 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 typical radio dance. This isn't your typical electronic music. It's very weird. It's very out there, and I can only liken it to if you were to take the crazy parts of Aphex Twin, the pretty parts of Bjork, mm-hmm. and any old fucking dance trans dj trans mm. dj and mesh them all together <laughs> ain't no fucking way <laughs> and mix them all together it's very weird it's very chaotic it's 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 creepy it's i fucking love it i fucking i love her it's it's incredible i'm sad to know that she only has 6017 monthly listeners on spotify yeah if you're into that weird electronic shit like i said aphex twin meets bjork this is right up your alley. Mm. Evita Manji. Mm. Awesome. That's my chef for the day. I'll check it out. Yeah, you will. So check this is our last episode for the year. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I think. We have two more weeks for the year. Okay. Before Christmas is what I meant. Oh, yeah. So this is our uh, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas episode. Yes. Um, speaking of the new year, though, we did talk about how... Um, Starting in January, mm-hmm. we're going to start filming our episodes. Oh, yeah. Some cool things coming your way. Um, Not we, only do you do you get to uh, hear our great voices, you get to actually see Paul's hands in action. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about... Actually, our very first podcast we filmed. Yeah. And then we had uh, video uh, errors come up. Mm-hmm. And I just got so annoyed. I was like... I'm not going to do this again for a long time. So here we are like almost to episode 50 and I'm like, you know what? Starting this year, we're going to do, we it. need to start filming every episode. Yeah. Um, not because, um, we're ridiculously good looking. Uh, you are, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but because I feel like, um, it gives people an opportunity to sometimes things get lost in just hearing the audio, right? Like Sometimes. your hands. Yeah, I've been well, saying exactly. <laughs> Or like when you take off your shirt 10 minutes in. You know, that that's the one thing I am going to miss is uh, 
call it vain, call it what you will. We're going to be on camera and people are going to see it. I like coming in here all tirada. Now I can't fucking do that anymore. <laughs> well, you're naked by the end of the episode anyways. <laughs> no, that's true. Another thing that people don't normally see is after he takes off his shirt with one hand, I'm spritzing him <laughs> and making him glisten. That's right. So and I sometimes I'll have him sit near me and I'll put some body oil on him. <laughs> so when I do spritz him, the oil beads up nice and Exactly. It's all about the effect, everybody. Um, we get these lights in here and I kind of face them towards your stomach. <laughs> Dude, not right now. I'll tell you what, dude. I'm packing, <laughs> I'm packing on those LBs hard, man. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, that's something coming for the new year. Even yeah. Though we might. So, next episode, probably no no video, mm-hmm. but come January. Yeah. We're really going to focus more on production and all that fun stuff, you know. We're, yeah. we're legit now. We got to, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going on two years. Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, next year we'll, we'll hit two year, the two-year mark. Um, but anyways, um, on maybe, that note, maybe on our two year anniversary, we'll make out on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do that next episode. No, just kidding. Well, we can practice now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I, am not one to, I, I hate, you know, one thing I hate as we end this episode is I hate it when people are like, I, I appreciate when people say happy holidays, but I hate it when people are against saying Merry Christmas. Again, going back to this woke bullshit. Yeah. yeah um, fuck. To me, I don't even, when I think of Christmas, I don't even think about religion, even though it's the premise for a lot of it, right? Yeah. Um, but not really at the same time. Um, so, you know, on that note, I like to say Merry Christmas. Um, every time I say Merry Christmas, I hear my wife singing this song. I don't even know what it is. But anyways, Merry Christmas. Um, I didn't get to say, did I say Happy Thanksgiving? I don't know. I, I was, I've been dead for three weeks, so. Uh, yeah, we did. <clears throat> oh yeah, we did. We did the Thanksgiving episode, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. um, anyways, um, I just want to, for me personally, want to tell all of our listeners, um, except for Jason, Merry Christmas. Fuck Jason. <laughs> and um I guess we'll save the Happy New Year for the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. From ours to yours, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, whatever you all want to say. I hope you guys have a good one. Get everything you want. Enjoy your family. Uh, Just take time to appreciate life day by day. Try not to get COVID and fuck shit up. Yeah, don't get sick for three weeks and put yourself in back three weeks of work. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? All right. Thank you, everybody. Merry Christmas. I hope you all enjoy it. And until next time. Bye. Bye.